0: It is Wednesday night, September 7th, 2022. Another brand new episode of the Kicking Out Podcast coming at you. Tanner Lee here along with one of my, I'm just going to call you a co-host at this point, Austin Shepard, Paul Zartman, a little under the weather. And I think he's just really crying that he doesn't have the big gold. The big gold has been missing from Paul's house for a while. And I had to bring it to my house for once. So thanks, Shep, for uh, loaning it to me for a little bit.
1: Yeah, I thought I was gonna to have to get a wider uh computer screen to fit your head in there. <laughs> <laughs> no but- eight to
0: fifty five. What happened?
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I mean I felt so good about my picks too. Just I don't know. The jungle boy one really threw me, I guess.
0: That I hurt on that one too, and I should have saw it coming. <laughs> I mean, we kinda of talked about the Luchasaurus thing and uh I mean, I just missed that one in Ricky Starks. I don't know. I guess I got kind of got lucky, but you took some chances. I mean, yeah. Athena, Athena one was a chance.
1: Man, I just thought. I thought if you're going right now with uh, Thunder out, if you're going to promote Jay Cargill, man, this is the time to give her the old rocket. Mm-hmm. So I was just confident, and I watched that match, and I was just like, ugh. They, yeah." I wouldn't. I'm not going to say they buried Athena, but it was. Uh, a little lopsided Let's put it that way
0: Oh I absolutely agree I mean their entrance is cool But in the ring it was, it was a pretty short match yeah. um, What was your take of All Out Overall the show well, we'll get into the aftermath of the show here in a bit But the show
1: Well what happened <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> The show was okay um, The There were some high spots When we started the match In that uh, ladder match um, which got me excited. Um, the pre show actually got me really going. Kingston and, and, uh, <laughs> Ishii, man, come on.
0: That's the it, closest thing to an MMA fight a pro, re- pro wrestling match can be.
1: And I, and that was legal assault. <laughs> I don't know how else you would, uh, say that, but that was legal assault. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I would if, – if I'm ranking the show, I'm in the sevens probably. That's what I was thinking. Uh, I thought the main event was good. Uh, um, I, I almost didn't see Punk going over because we're in Chicago, you know, kind of draw that feud out a little bit. But I thought those guys beat the tar out of each other mm-hmm. and it, it was good. Um, you know, obviously the trio's title, we saw that going that way. Um, yeah, like I said, it was it was a good show, but for their marquee event, maybe a little bit lacking, if yeah. I'm critical.
0: I agree, and it, it was hard to live up to last year's when we got Adam Cole and, and Daniel Bry- or Brian Danielson.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, overshadowing everything was the return of MJF. I like the way they brought him back. I hate that they put him with Stokely, because you know my feelings with him. Um but I kind of like the way they brought it back. I like how they – when he came down and took the chip and just said, I'm going to take this mask off. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. That's MJF. Um, it was like maybe 10 minutes on social media where they were comparing how his ring entrance was. Yep. That's him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, again, solid show. Uh, maybe – I don't know, maybe a little let down just because I'm expecting this thing to be completely crazy.
0: I agree. Um, I, I liked MJF stuff. Um, I thought that was good. I loved how they used the voice or the, the recording. I thought that was cool. Yeah. And, then, you know, the callback to Punk's ROH days with Snake and the Devil pro, promo. And then MJF saying he is the devil himself. And then when his music hit, man, what a pop.
1: Yeah. The, uh, I almost kind of thought, you know, they played what do they play? Rolling Stone song.
0: Yes, talk about money there. Get yeah. that.
1: So they played that. and I'm thinking, okay, if that's MJF, we're gonna get a new, new song or our new entrance. You know, we're gonna freshen him up a little bit. But you talk about the pop when his original music hit. But yeah, yeah. well, yeah. I mean, hey, Tony Khan's got more money than Jim Crockett. <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: he does and he'll let anybody, everybody know about it. he's not gonna take it he's not just gonna sit back and take it
1: yeah and
0: you know it was it was like i said i thought it was a solid show nothing spectacular um but mgf's return was overshadowed by everything that happened after the pay-per-view and the post-media scrum it'll be interesting to see if they ever do one of those again
1: um you got to now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe he's just going to pick and choose who he has on there a little better. Uh, Punk, CM Punk went off, to say the least. I mean, brought up his relationship with Scott Colton, a.k.a. Cole Cabana, called out all three EVPs, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, uh, trashed Young Tally, kind of just trashed what the company stands for, really, what the company was built
1: off of. Well, I felt he trashed every decision Tony Khan has ever made
0: and Tony's just standing, sitting there I mean you can kind of tell the look on his face like kind of in shock at times but other times he's just kind of nodding his head I'm like that's probably not a good look I mean I'm watching this a live I'm like I can't believe what's going on
1: yeah I, so I I started it I watched it the next day um and I started it right when Punk started so whoever asked that question from Fightful I can't think of the guy's name they talked about him on Busted Open but they basically said he didn't even bring it up. He started to talk, and Punk cut him off, and that's when the scrum started.
0: That was uh, Nick Hausman from Wrestling Inc. Punk yeah. goes, you used to do improv, right? And he goes, yeah. I goes, who'd you do improv with? He said, Scott Colton. And then Punk just went went like nuts. I mean, right. so Punk, was, Punk seemed to me he was just looking for a fight.
1: Yeah, and, and I know there's been a lot of talk in the dirt sheets over the last, what? Four weeks, five weeks of you know CM Punk just not wanting him in the company, got him fired, yada yada yada. Um, but just went off. Actually, the only person that made out well in this media scrum was the damn bakery that he kept there <laughs> eating for an hour.
0: That was kind of annoying to me as just a guy person watching. I'm like, I'm like, could you just wait to eat after you're done speaking? He just kept eating while he's speaking. I'm like, that's kind of rude. But Punk was just on when he didn't care. He did say good things about Adam Cole, but that was about it. Um, yeah,
1: he, he kind of half-assed rub Moxley a little bit.
0: Yeah, said a little he respected
1: bit. him. Mm-hmm. That's about it.
0: Didn't respect Hangman.
1: No, and I think uh I think we'll get into that when we get into the Hangman uh, um, Danielson match here in a little bit. Uh, I think there was a punishment tonight just to let you know uh, give me a little bit of a spoiler for a head but mm-hmm. yeah I mean he just went off um, and man there there's got to be there's got to be cameras everywhere in this place and hopefully some of this footage eventually shows because obviously like you you said earlier we're gonna hear two sides to every story and yeah. but you know some of the stuff he talked about you know to Tony he I, and I know we're in a different <clears throat> business where sometimes we don't know real slash work.
0: Yeah, what's work, what's a shoot, you yeah. know? Yeah,
1: you know, uh, we, can, we can use those words. But you tell me, what, and I don't care if you're LeBron James, and I'm not a LeBron James fan, but let's me just neither. talk about maybe one of the most popular sports icon. You think he can go to Lakers management and talk to them like that? No, I don't. I don't care how much money he's making. I don't care how good he is.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, uh, you think Patrick Mahomes can go to the Chiefs management and say, "You suck. <laughs> Your decision man, you can't manage a target." Yeah,
0: yeah. Not without any discipline.
1: No. So yeah, if this yeah. was if this was a shoot and Punk was just on his high horse thinking he can do whatever the but- heck he wants. It, unfortunately I think it's going to come back to biting mm-hmm. um, and again we all go back to his uh, famous pipe bomb but it's come out in the recent years that the pipe bomb was a work Right. okay so he had, he had that pipe bomb cleared by Vince right so to think he's maybe trying to do a modern day pipe bomb it didn't work
0: no no it's and, and you know, the thing, thing about this whole punk thing is, I mean, just think a year ago, a little over a year ago now, when he came back and he said all this stuff, can't wait to work with the younger talent, blah, 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 blah. I feel like he hasn't lived up to anything he said that night. And go back, I don't know, November last year, he and Hangman were seeing uh, Take Me Home Country Roads when they were in West Virginia. I mean, having a good old time. So something, something changed, and it kind of – the timeline almost seems like after Cody Rhodes left to WWE, something—I don't know—something's I mean, definitely changed since.
1: In courts, you know, the, the the internet's gone wild over this last three days. Uh, you think Cody saw the writing on the wall?
0: Well, and it's it was interesting when he sat down on wrestling with Brandon Walker. He kind of predicted that. You know, the old original AEW guys and the new guys coming up for WWE, how are they going to coexist and get along? So he saw something. He saw something.
1: Yeah. And, and I mean, for the last five years, even before AEW, huge fan of the Bucks. you know, huge fan of Omega.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, have I ever worked with them backstage? No. Mm-hmm. Have I ever, you know, seen how they act backstage? No. Right. You know, we get a little glimpse into BT. But half of that is a work. Yeah. Half of that is just, you know, the real life travel time.
0: Yeah. And, and color's got to edit it how they want.
1: <laughs> right. Um, but, but obviously what punk said struck a nerve. Um, yeah. Now, putting on my booker hat, mm-hmm. I would sit these group of individuals down and clear the air and then turn around and make money off of it.
0: Yeah, if they can, they need to. If, if there's any way to salvage this, and if they can, yes. they need I mean, to. But I know there's been reports out there. Brian Alvarez of the Wrestling Observer Live said he would be shocked if these talents are in the same organization together at the same time ever again.
1: True, let alone in the same locker room. Right. But, um, but? I do know. I thought, and we'll get into the show, but I thought the way Tony started the show this, uh, tonight Left a lot of open ended questions. He did not. Enjoy, he did not address the elephant in the room. He just based a statement about the belts. Right. This is how we're going to do it. Right. And everybody have a good night. So
0: basically, what's been and, and I'll read the FIFO select uh, both sides of the story. But the punishments supposedly coming out. We don't know the term of the extensions. But Kenny Omega, both Matt and Nick Jackson, the Unbucks, Michael Nak- Nakazawa, Brandon Cutler. Um, Christopher Daniels, all suspended. Um, CM Punk wasn't mentioned at all in the suspensions, which tells me he's either, they're still trying to figure out a suspension or maybe even worse, maybe gets fired. And, um, uh, who was the guy who, who, uh, a, a- steel, a steel. Thank you. And he's, he's not on the road either right now. So same thing, no mention of suspension, but
1: well, they, they, they he's been a backstage producer for a little bit. Right. Um, Oh, Pat
0: Buck. Pat Buck also suspended.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Holistic guys. Pretty much everybody was involved.
1: But, uh, you know, we didn't know much about Ace Steel until he he came out and uh, Mm -hmm. dropped the F-bomb on Mm -hmm. live television and and got into Punk's face. And I'm like, okay, I kind of like this guy a little bit. Like, you know, he's got some fire behind him. Obviously, he's good at throwing chairs. Um, (laughs) So, I mean – he could be a very easily, easily disposable employee right? if Tony Khan had to make an example. Now, I still don't – the only thing about Tony Khan is I do not understand his uh, reactions during the scrum with Punk. To me, if it was a shoot and he started saying that stuff, um, yeah, he gave Punk a couple funny looks. Mm-hmm. But he's still the boss. He could cut it. Punk off if he wants.
0: Yeah, he could grab the mic or put it, his hand on the mic and say, okay, we're done.
1: We're done here. Let's, this is not going anywhere yeah. positive. Um, he could have stopped some of those questions from the uh, from the media not to get Punk going. Um, he, he could have ended it.
0: Yeah, he could have. You're right. You're 100% so, correct.
1: So, and again, the, there's the back of my mind going, maybe he realizes, okay, Punk's on a rant. We'll figure this out. Mm -hmm. make money off of it not knowing that as soon as punk went backstage uh a melee is Mm yeah
0: well and you know when i was watching live time, i'm thinking to myself the whole time like oh my god these three evps if they're still in the building they're gonna be pissed off i mean i'm thinking in my head i'm not even backstage so um and and punk did say if you have a problem with him come say to his face and as i'll get into right now it sounds like that's what the Bucks and Omega tried to do. Um, this is coming from FIFO Select, Sean Russab and Fivefold Select. If you don't subscribe for five dollars a month, I uh, definitely highly recommend you doing so. Per the uh, Punk-slash-Steel side of things, after the media scrum, the Young Bucks approached Punk's locker room and Punk wasn't answering the door after having been in a long match, bloodied, and finished with an emotional scrum. The Bucks were said to have pounded on the door with claims that they kicked the door down. Not super kicked, just kicked. (laughs) According to Punk and Steel side of things, Matt Jackson swung first but missed and Punk responded. We're told at that point Nick was pretty much taking it in. Omega and Steel pushed their way into the room. Uh, a. Steele's wife was in the room, which led to Steele telling people that that's what set him off, and made him go ballistic, throwing chairs, into biting someone. The claim made from him was that he was looking out for his wife above anything else. From what fifos heard, Omega didn't seem nearly as upset initially, but things got out of hand and he ended up being bitten. Uh, they're told the fight was a very long altercation and that uh, talk back and forth did not stop after the brawl. There are rumors that CM Punk had injured his tricep during the uh, melee. However, those near him said it happened during a dive that many noticed during the AEW All-Out main event. Um, he could he, it could be seen icing after the match during the scrum. They haven't been told of any severity, but we're told Punk was hurt going into the backstage fight. That has been confirmed by Dave Meltzer today that Punk was there. They are going to take the title off him no matter what because of injury, which is a whole other scenario. Um, there are rumors running rampant that steel and punk are both done with AW, but uh, them close to the those close to them have said they haven't been afforded that of yet. Virtually all of the AW roster we've spoken with believe that if punk and steel aren't let go, heavy amends will need to be made. So that's one side of things. The other side that came out during Dynamite tonight was the side from the Bucks and Omega. Um Sources close to the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega's side of things say the Young Bucks went to talk to CM Punk, and as he'd outlined, they should do if they had any sort of problem. The claim was that they opened the door, not kicking it in, as claimed by the other side. And before Matt Jackson could say anything, Punk had went off and started throwing sucker punches at Matt's head. Nick went in to intervene, and Ace Steel allegedly threw a chair and hit Nick in the face. Uh, The Kenny Omega involvement was said to be him trying to remove Larry CM Punk's dog from the situation to help keep him safe because he was barking and going nuts. Their side of the story says that once he handed Larry off, he tried to get A Steel off Nick Jackson. A Steel bit Omega and pulled his hair. Perhaps the only lighthearted aspect we heard was when somebody joked he got bit, and someone assumed Larry the dog bit Omega, only to learn it was allegedly Steel. We'd heard all, all sides continued shouting with allegations of legal threats from Punk's side. Again, this is one side of the confrontation and categorically different than the one we've heard was shared by Punk slash Steel to those close to them.
1: So where does, like, Chris Daniels come in at?
0: I don't know. If he was just around there and, and tried to break things up, I, I read from one report he went in with the Bucks, So... I don't know and, and and of course Nakazawa and Cutler are always around those guys, so
1: Yeah. I mean I don't know. I feel like Nakazawa got poked in the eye. <laughs> I just and...
0: I just laugh about Larry. Like mean, Omega's literally trying to take care of the dog so to get him to safety and he ends up getting bit.
1: Yeah, I don't know. that see to me that almost seems completely way far fetched of a story than than Punks and Steals. I know.
0: I mean, if somebody's telling the truth, somebody's just absolutely completely lying. And I think that's why source of, sources have indicated that they're bringing in a third party to investigate this whole situation.
1: There's got to be cameras in that arena.
0: You would think. There's got to be. Maybe not in the locker room, though. That locker. I don't know. I don't know. You
1: well, know, when we say a locker room, I'm, I'm guessing just like any other higher end professional wrestling show, a guy like Punk is going to have his own. Locker room, right? It's not going to be a locker room. It's going to be some type of a converted office. They threw a couch or something in. Mm
0: -hmm. So what? I guess if you had a crystal ball, I'm guessing by Friday we'll know of everything. What's What's your final prediction or final outcome of this whole melee? I mean, Which which has got the wrestling world just at buzz.
1: After reading everything, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I I, honestly, with the injury, I bet we don't see CM Punk. If he stays with the company, we don't see him for a year. I could see it. I mean, mean, at that point, I think CM Punk realizes how much money he's made in his life, his age, and really contemplates if he wants to make one more run. Yeah. a steal, whatever. That he doesn't, and I don't mean to be rude, but he doesn't factor into this. Right. I understand he trained punk and obviously he was sticking up for that guy, for the guy he trained or sticking up for his wife. I get that. Um, But out of all the people, if you're going to make an example of somebody, you can make an example of him Mm -hmm. um, and not be hurt on television, uh, on the box office, at the ratings. So uh, obviously the punk or the the Bucks and Omega, 30-day suspension. Yeah. I mean, what, what did uh, Kingston get? Kingston got two or three weeks for slapping Guevara. Yeah.
0: yeah. So if he got that, you have to give them a longer duration.
1: Give them a month. Yeah. Um, I think, did they really make Eddie go through a sensitivity class? I heard that. <laughs> I read that somewhere, and I'm like, yeah. you know, whoever had to teach that class, and you get Eddie Kingston in there, <laughs> I'm going down a rabbit hole right now. I yeah. uh, Just because I listened to an interview we did with Busted Open before all out. Uh, if you got Eddie Kingston in a sensitivity class, you drew the short straw like <laughs> you need to find another profession. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how bad of a day do you have? There's not enough Starbucks in the world to get you through a sensitivity class with Eddie Kingston.
0: Uh, to be a fly on the wall.
1: Oh, I'd pay 19 I'd, dollars I'd pay 1995 to watch <laughs> that class. <laughs> oh, well, but, but I, I don't uh, – yeah. Well, we what's uh when's full gear October what
0: November nineteenth I think or twelfth uh, it's a Saturday one of those
2: whatever. It is. Okay.
1: So I see I see uh, Bucks Omega coming back mid October to set up some type of storyline to go into full gear. So that gives them roughly thirty days. Mm-hmm. Um, now whether they come back for the trios championship, yeah, or they do something else. Um but yeah, 30 days.
0: Yeah. I think that's fair and uh we'll see what happens with I think if anybody goes out of this gets fired besides A Steel it'd be it would be punk. I don't think the Bucks and Omega are going anywhere.
1: <sighs> They're not, but we don't and I'm and I'm not taking Punk's side here. Uh there's two sides of every story, but as we there, heard. <laughs> yeah, but there's a reason Punk said that. Yeah. Oh, no. I I totally agree. Obviously, there's something backstage he doesn't agree with. Mm -hmm. Now, does he need to take to a public forum to say so? No. No. Um, Does he need to do it with the owner of the company right to the right of him? Left of him. Left of him, yep. Um, But, man, I I don't know. I feel like they pulled the curtain back and all of a sudden – this public forum was real all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's been getting trashed about Colt Cabana, so he's going to address that. He made a comment about Hangman Page, which shocked me. That If anything shocked me out of anything, was the Hangman Page comment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, he obviously, he still in the EVPs, which there's only three EVPs now because Cody's gone. Right. So, obviously, he's upset with something they have done. Um and the only thing I can think of on screen that we would notice, and our, our boy old James Cornette pointed this out, the Bucks ran from FTR with a tag with the tag belts. That's I mean, right now those guys are you know literally the best in the world. And when 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 Cornette says that an A.W. Wrestler or slash tag team is the best in the world right now. You know how much that probably pains that guy because he just hates AEW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: so yeah, maybe 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 he's upset with that. Maybe he understands. I don't know. Yep. And there's probably more stuff that even the dirt sheets can't even can't even uh, wrestle up.
0: It'll be a dark side of the ring someday.
1: Oh my gosh, there's so many good. Uh, dark side of the ring uh, parodies. that yeah, there's really, some good ones out there to put together and hit today, and it was just awesome. Yep, but you're probably right. Yep. This this probably will be a dark side of the ring. Yeah, I mean it's
0: crazy. It's 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 this generation right now, Brett and Sean moment. I mean we haven't seen anything like this in a long, long time. So. Yeah, we'll see how it all plays out, but it's it, it got a lot of eyeballs. I gotta believe it did. At least we'll see what the ratings say on Dynamite tonight because just the unknown going in. Okay, what's gonna happen with the world title? What's gonna have, happen with the trios? What's MJF gonna say tonight? What's
1: Max Caster gonna say tonight? What's which, Caster gonna say? What's Tony we'll, Khan gonna say? We'll get into that. By the way, that was they played that perfectly. As much as it pissed me off, they played mm-hmm. it perfectly.
0: Chef's kiss on that. Yeah, so, yeah. We started tonight. um from Buffalo, New York, uh, with uh, Tony Khan uh, addressing the future of of the of both sets of titles, and he uh, confirmed that uh, the both the trios and the AEW World Heavyweight title were going to be vacant, not interim champions. So finally, vacant championships we're going to get. Undisputed champions. The trios would be side tonight between the Death Triangle, Orange Casting, and the Best Friends. And the AEW Championship will be held, will be decided via a tournament that will end at um, Grand Slam. And uh, let's see if I can find the bracket here. Uh, tonight we had Hangman Page versus Brian Danielson. Three, Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara. Four this is happening this Friday on Rampage. The winner of that will go against John Moxley as the winner of Hangman and Danielson tonight set to face Jericho next week in the semifinals. Um, no comment was given about the future of the Elite or CM Punk, and it should be noted they were both they were all pulled from the intro tonight too. So. So was Malachi
1: because I think Malachi was in there at once. We'll yes, and
0: which was reported today by Fightful that sounds like he got his release granted to him.
1: Yes. So, sure.
0: with some maybe some terms on it, it might it might be that he can't wrestle with any other company till his contract's done, which still has like four or five years left on it.
1: So there's also reports that he had some personal stuff he wanted to take care of and needed to get away from the business. Right.
0: Uh, it sounds like he's some mental health stuff going on with him. So if that's the case, I hope he gets better, gets in a good place, and if he wants to wrestle, he comes back because he's a fun talent to watch.
1: He is. He's very good.
0: And I think that's the reason why we saw Sting, Miro, and Darby go over to them the other night.
1: Yeah. Because I
0: thought you had that pick in the bag. I was surprised I pulled that one out. Uh, he ever? ever. <laughs> MG- no, he doesn't. MGF uh, came out then to a, a big pop. I loved how he began this promo. I did. Box it came out. Oh, my gosh. He was acting like a baby face, wearing the Josh Allen jersey, pumping up the bills. He knew where it was going. He knew-
1: the, the, ran over to Taz, gave him a hug. And then gave the double bird excalibur. That made me laugh uncontrollably.
0: Well, did you see the kind of shots at Punk he took? Leaning back on the fans, getting down on his knees in the ring. Yeah. So taking a few shots there, which I thought was good. Uh, He's playing up the baby face. But then Mox comes out, and uh, Mox says MJF's full of crap. And then MJF turns on the crowd and trashes the Bills, Comes the worst football team in history, trashes Josh Allen, takes the jersey, wipes it between his legs. Uh, so normal service resumed. Um, MJF said maybe he doesn't care about AEW and the world titles, nothing more than a bargaining chip for the bidding war of 2024. So we're back to bringing that up. Maybe, that. He, maybe he takes the title to a real wrestling company with real wrestlers like his best friend or roller coaster Cody Rhodes. He brings out the best for business line. Says he might go work for the only con worth a damn. (laughs) And he talks about his personal hero of the game. Uh, Moxley says this isn't the time or place. He's not in the mood. So MJF needs to leave the ring, or he will make him. MJF retreats to the back. Moxley then says his music sucks. Says he's pissed off about many things, none more than the fact that he has no title. He then passionately talks about what the title means to him, and he says it's his fault he lost. He's supposed to be on vacation right now, which is a shoot, by the way. He's supposed to take some time off. But he has another shot at with the tournament, and it's time to be a legend. John Moxley is the face of the company, man.
1: Yeah, like you said, he's supposed to take some time off. Obviously, this happens. Tony Khan calls him. And uh, that you, – you talk about a guy that uh, – there, there's probably a, a couple other guys that would have said, nah, you know, you got a locker room full of dudes, you know, figure it out. But this, this guy said, okay, I'll, I'll cancel this. I'll, I'll, I'll make a run. Yep. Um, and this is – leading up to it, you know, for the next uh, month and a half, obviously he's going to be pretty busy – and then mid October he's got a big GTW match against Nick Gage career versus title. I think he'll finally drop that. D2. I
0: think he's got to. Yeah.
1: But but I'm just saying you're gonna take some time off, rest up, and then you're gonna make. Then you're gonna have this deal, which we know that match will be stupid. Mm-hmm. There won't be any blood or anything. Don't worry about it. No, no, not at all. But, but I'm like, okay, this guy's willing to step up and say instead of taking two, three weeks off healing up, resting up, you know, family time, getting your mind right. You know, there's all that stuff. All right, let's keep going. Let's keep the week going, you know. Um, That's a company, man. That's a company, man. It really is. And, and, you
0: know, I thought two guys that came out of this whole thing over the weekend looking good, him and Chris Jericho. Because Jericho, Uh, they said, handled things great during the – media scrum and afterwards and everything. And they, it was reported by Fightful today that Chris Jericho, Moxley and Brian Danielson led a, a meeting today with the talent, referees, coaches, etc. So
1: Um And I think if I look, Jericho goes on tour, uh, a mini tour with Fozzie start mm-hmm. at the end of this month. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it runs through like Thanksgiving. So again, a guy that's going to take some time off and, obviously prepare for that yep. you're know, gonna give it another week or two
0: yep so so good stuff out of mjf and mox i i mean mjx f's got the poker chip he can he can challenge for that title anytime he wants i still got to think he's got a wheels his way in the grand slam if not then he's definitely got to be the next opponent at at uh, full gear for whoever
1: wins I, I i think you're right on that um the the poker chip does not act like the money in the bank where he can just run down and do it anytime he wants. Correct.
0: You want. No, I think he has to say when he's gonna.
1: Right. Um. So I could I could see him holding that on, um, and I could see him, uh, using any and he dropped the line, you know, the bidding war of twenty twenty four, which what else will happens in twenty twenty four, we got a presidential election. Oh, that's true. So I can see him intertwining that. Yeah. Uh, whether he does stay with AEW or or not, I I, I believe deep down he will. Um, I do too. I believe Tony will pay him, um, because he's twenty some years old and
0: he knows how valuable he is. I mean, yes, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, when when AEW started and and there was already dirt sheets talking about Vince McMahon really interested in this guy. That says something. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's gonna play this. He's gonna make money off of it. And like you said, I think I think we'll I think we'll get a we'll get a. He's gonna run this like a presidential campaign in 2024. Like I'm already excited about him making fun of political commercials and stuff. And well, he
0: did it in 2020, if you remember, right during yeah. the pandemic, Aaron Daly's place when he was going against Moxley. He, he, did, everything was against Jonathan Moxley,
1: you know? Yeah. yeah. And he called him Jonathan again tonight. He did.
0: He did. It was a good callback. He, 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 God, he's just, he is money. Yeah, he he is.
1: is. So. He is. But, uh, yeah, I thought that, being that, the opening segment tonight, I loved it. Did yep. you know, he couldn't, he ripped the collar or the, uh, the cuff, the wrist cuff on his shirt, he couldn't yeah. get him off. Then he
0: told he, the crowd to shut up.
1: Yeah. He played the other cuff. He couldn't get his arm out. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Yeah, the guy's a million bucks. He He, really
0: is. And I'm thinking, you know, if not Grand Slam in two weeks when he gets involved, I think it's full gear because full gear's in Newark. He's a Long Island boy. Pretty close to home there.
1: Yeah. The the only thing being that is you're going to have – my prediction is Danielson and Mox for that uh, bracket. They win that and then a month later drop the title. I
0: I know. Yeah, that's a good point.
1: I don't, I don't see that. I don't, I, I don't like that. I don't like a guy winning and then dropping it a month later.
0: No, no. It's a good point. Good but
1: point. I, I think he will draw this poker chip out all the way till maybe all out next year.
0: Could. He could. It'll be interesting to see what he does. Somebody needs to draw it out eventually because usually it's like the next week they have a title shot, then they lose. Yeah. So, Backstage, you see the dark order shown, but Jose appeared and wants 10 to sign a contract to work with Andrade. Uh, They fight him off until Andrade and Rouge appear, and then the tension continues between them all. I don't know. Didn't get much out of it, but. Yeah, I like 10. I do too. I think he's got a lot of potential. I want to see more of him.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, God, a 10 and silver tag team um, would be very, very entertaining. Mm -hmm. You got the the comedy, plus then you got the brawler. I don't know. Yeah. I think he's underutilized in Dark Order. I really do. Sure. Um, so I mean, really the, really the last time we saw him was when Mox just bloodied the heck out of him before Mox went to rehab. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I can't think. I'm sure he's been on some dark matches or, or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's the last time I remember him on some some major uh, a match on major television.
0: Yeah, it's been a while. That's for sure.
1: Then the guy can go.
0: Oh yeah, I mean he's and he's still a little a little green, but he's getting better and better all the time. Then we got uh, the trio's championship match: Death Triangle versus the Best Friends, Orange Cassidy and, and the Best Friends, I should say. And this was a good match. This was a fun match. Um, I was surprised. I was surprised by the outcome.
1: I wasn't. You weren't. I wasn't. Um, just because I don't think you can have this Death Triangle take another loss. These guys are. Over, they're athletic, high flyers. Um, I, I can't stand Knox the official.
0: Yeah, he's the worst. I mean, it's part there, of his gimmick now.
1: Yeah, the, yeah, but there was one point where they dragged him over to make make sure they had the tag right before the like. No, you haven't enforced it in the last ten minutes. Yeah. Just, Anyways, but yes, these guys were good. They worked well together. Um, but Trent, I think Trent could be a single star. I do too. Um, I mean, he's got the build. He's got the ability. Um, he can talk a little bit, but man, I think Trent could be on his own.
0: And I'm not the biggest Orange Cassie guy. I've been on record saying that, but I thought this was a time that we're actually going to finally give him some gold. But instead, they went with Death Triangle. Who I mean, the end of the match was fantastic, hitting a uh, triple Canadian d- destroyers, and then Phoenix stomped on Taylor down on the map from the top rope, and then um, and he took the rest out, and then Pack nailed the Black Arrow, which was one of my favorite moves in all of professional wrestling. And so now uh, the Lucha Bros have been tag champs. Now they're trios champs, and Pack's not only the all um, Atlantic. Yep, all Atlantic. I always want to say all Pacific, all Atlantic champion, but he's also a trios champion, so double gold for Pac.
1: Good yeah. for
0: him. One of the AW originals.
1: I think. I think uh, those three guys deserve it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they put they put it on the line every week. They take more risk than anybody. Um, I do enjoy their matches. I know some don't, um, but I do enjoy the quick action, the high flying stuff, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I got an email, I think, halfway through uh, the show tonight, maybe right after they won the trios gold. And I was going through it before you sent me the email. Uh, warrior Wrestling, which is in our ha- in our area, uh, their next Warrior Wrestling is Lucha Bros versus Briscoes. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: That's just stupid.
1: Yeah, uh, I think it's up around Chicago. It's their
0: anniversary show, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's their headline right now: Lucha Bros versus Rico. <sighs> and I think you can, and I think you can buy a lower level C for like fifteen bucks. So, you
0: won't find much of a better match for that price.
1: Yeah. So, thought wow. um, it was I thought it was quite coincidence that right after their they won gold that uh, Warrior Wrestling sends out that email. Yeah,
0: pretty so, smart there, smart little marketing.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, good for them. I think they will do well. I think that'll be a tough tough trios to beat it's, but, gonna take, it's gonna take a FTR warload type team oh
0: mm-hmm. I like that thought
1: yeah it'll, it'll take a team like that to take the belts off these guys
0: well and this whole trio thing's been screwed up of course the elite taking the titles off them with the vacant titles but uh with um I'm just gonna call them undisputed error at this point that whole scenario getting screwed up Screwed everything. You know, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly got injured, which, I don't know if you saw this. This is totally overlooked. Kyle O'Reilly had neck fusion surgery. Yeah. He's going to be out for, like, a long time.
1: Two or three days ago, right?
0: Yeah, he's going to be out for, like, a year. Yeah. Um, and then Bobby Fish is not going to be with the company anymore. So, we're never going to get that elite versus undisputed era storyline, unfortunately, that they kind of built up, turning on the Bucks.
1: But Right, right. and And they also made a comment that Adam Cole was supposed to be healthy enough to to participate all out, which he was uh, uh, one of the top runners for the Joker. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm kind of glad he wasn't. Yeah. But, uh, so, you know, what do you do when you bring him back? I
0: think you got, I mean, you got to get him a storyline with Omega somehow.
1: Yeah, you have to. Especially
0: now that the trios is going to kind of. Probably go to the background for those guys in a little bit. I don't know. I'm glad I don't make some of these decisions. Tony Khan's got a tough job.
1: <laughs> I uh, drink a lot more than yeah. than uh, Tony Khan does if I was.
0: Well, I think he does quite a few things. <laughs> I don't think he sleeps much. Let's put it that way with his Fulham job and his Jaguar job and AEW. I don't think he sleeps much.
1: He should be fired at his Jaguar job. Oh, yeah, I mean, just, his That's, dad
0: should sell the team. That's what should happen, but it won't.
1: He, he really needs some money. <laughs>
0: yeah. We then got the women's match tonight, Tony Storm versus Penelope Ford with Kip Sabian. But before that, hmm. a clip shown from backstage at All Out where Jamie Hader argued and walked away from Britt Baker. I think we're finally going to get that split that we've all been waiting for.
1: Right, yeah, I agree. And I think those two could do a, a really good job in the storyline together. A really I do
0: too. The, the IWC loves themselves some Jamie Hader lately. so um, For many reasons, it looks like. Uh, this was a pretty fun match. Uh, new interim women's champion Tony Storm got the win with a win. Penelope Ford tried to hit a Northern Lights suplex. She countered it and got the pin. It was interesting to see Kip Sabian come out alongside Penelope Ford just with the box on his head and everything again. It's been a while.
1: I mean, I know it's been a while since they've been together. I know they're, mm. they're married now, right? Yeah, they are. Um, I mean, Kip Sabian over Joey Janela? Come on. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, yeah, to see him not just sitting ring with the with the box head gimmick mm. and actually coming down with the box on, I don't know.
0: Another dynamite with no Jade Cargill anywhere. i don't get
1: it. Yeah. Again, I, I don't know how you push her right now unless you get her in the in the title, the, the main the, the main title team.
0: Well, I really think at this point, I mean, I think I made reference to this last week. I think eventually she uh, unifies both titles together because I just don't see another woman taking that TBS title off of her unless maybe eventually it's somebody she's already beat. But
1: Well, you, I, I noticed one thing at All Out. You notice after she won... They put the Undertaker 32-0, 30 yeah. gimmick up on mm-hmm. the, the big Titan. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know it's not a Titan-tron, but I yeah. it's a Titan-tron. Um, so to me, it's like she's going to, at this point, if they keep doing that, she's got to win the the uh, women's title and then just say, just drop the, the CBS. CBS, Just I don't want to say shit on it but yeah you
0: don't want to you don't want her to say that this is beneath me or anything but Probably.
1: um yeah. and then and then obviously we have a tournament for that but yeah i mean that to me that's lazy booking but
0: i mean that title's been on around for almost a year now
1: yeah yeah you know and that's kind of if we, if we go back to that's my theory on on starts like to get the ftw title off of him is just to elevate elevate him to go in this, and then we get him buried by Hobbs. So, the heck do I know?
0: Which, that match, uh, FIFO Select once again reported that that match was shortened. It was supposed to be longer. It was shortened due to some overrun and some other matches. And they did report before the show that Powerhouse Hobbs was in for a real push. I still didn't think that meant, meant I didn't think that uh, meant that he was going to win. I just thought he looked real strong, but. He pretty much squash Ricky.
1: I don't know. I think I think Ricky's way more marketable than Hobbs, but
0: I agree. I think you can push them both in different ways, but
1: you could, but
0: and maybe Ricky Ricky eventually gets his revenge, but
1: I don't know. Like, maybe maybe Ricky had a 7-day cruise in the Caribbean scheduled this week. It's <laughs>
0: We then have the acclaim come out crowd, pop maybe the pop of the night. Oh. I mean, these guys can do no wrong right now. Right. Max Casters, listen, he's writing his rap, but then Swerve Strickland makes his way out. Everybody's booing him. He asked Buffalo if they wanted to hear more corny rap jokes. He says he has a joke for them, which is the acclaimed as tag champions. Billy Gunn then cuts him off and says this isn't his house no more, It's daddy ass's house. As Bowens then says at A W Grand Slam, the rematch is happening, and they're taking the gold home. They got to pull the trigger in two weeks, right, Chip? They do. They got to do cool. it.
1: After after that pop, and then obviously, swerve I get as a heel, but Keith Lee, everybody likes Keith Lee. and the right. way he talks, he's just so laid back. So
0: mellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't see Keith Lee as a heel at all. They gave us a couple teases uh, at all out about them two turning on each Mm other. They missed a couple spots and super kick here and Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, So yeah, yeah. I mean, if uh, uh, if if we're predicting that, that that could be one of a a very high point total because I think that those belts will change. Um, But looking at the big picture, can you have two faces? As an FTR and the acclaim, because we've turned the, we, oh. they've turned the acclaim yeah. into a big, big face team. Oh, yeah. How do you handle that?
0: Have a fun match, but yeah, I don't know how he handled that. I guess you keep them apart for as long as you can. Um,
1: well, I almost think we get a, after all out, and this is again completely off subject, I almost think with the motor shit and machine guns and impact. Yeah. Do we, do we put the impact titles on FTR before we go to the AEW ones?
0: Why not give them a run with something else for a little bit?
1: What else is I mean? What else is left of mainstream title wise?
0: Yeah, they're not going back to a WWE to get anything. So no. Yep. Yeah, but, that's
1: uh. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's good. I didn't even think I claimed FTR. That would be fun eventually, but how do you do that? How do you get there? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I said, you got you got two faces or. I mean, I mean that crowd
0: reaction at all that was unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I thought they might call an audible during the match, which I know rarely ever happens. And you know that the you know, Tony Khan would have to get more to the ref, than the ref would have to tra- translate that to the talent, and that rarely happens. But it's happened before. Yeah. Um, but man, that the oh scissor me daddy ass chat was just legendary from the crowd doing it in the. And uh, the Keith Lee uh, song chant theme. Oh, man, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. We then heard from Chris Jericho backstage. Says Sunday was a gigantic win for him. Claims he has found the fountain of youth, which is why he could beat Brian Danielson. Says he's the best wrestler and the best sports entertainer ever. That is why he will beat Danielson again next week, which I couldn't believe he said that. I'm like, well, he just spoiled the match.
1: Yeah, I
0: thought uh, that, and I'm like, he wasn't supposed to say that. Yep, I was like, ah, that's a slip. Um, he said he will win the AEW World Championship because this is his company and his effing locker room. Uh, he says he has two little brothers and one of them, Sammy Guevara, who's in the tournament of champions, and the Spanish God claims he will beat Darby Allen. Don't think that's happening, Sammy. Uh, Jericho's other brother is Daniel Garcia, and he said he will win tonight, but they're going to leave him alone to do it alone. Guevara then brands about how uh, how sexy he and Chris are.
1: I, uh, I want Guevara to win. Here's my reason why. I want, I want Mox to bloody Guevara and just send him packing. <laughs> I got under my skin so bad. Which, again, he's doing his job. He's a heel. Yep. But I cannot. I mean, I get to the point now where I almost can't even watch his vlogs.
0: Oh, I, I, I've stopped watching them, Chip. They used to be my favorite vlog out of all the AEW vlogs and I, I can't watch them anymore. They're so bad. I know. I can't.
1: And I so yeah, yeah. Put him over on Darby. No offense to Darby. Yep. And then just have mocked bloody the living tar out of it.
0: Which that'll be a fun match. I mean, the three matches these guys have gone against each other before have been great. So it's gotta be fun. Um, Rampage car is looking strong. I mean, you got that match. You got Serena Deeb versus um, Madison Rain. Got Samoa Joe's going to speak. Then you got the Arena Honor Championship, Claudio, against Dax.
1: Whew. Oh, come on. Don't Whew. do that to me. <laughs> I, 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 know we were, I, I saw that earlier, and I'm like, we got to remember all of a sudden Rampages are going to go live.
0: Yes, which is, yeah. I think, going to be beneficial.
1: Yes. So they're going to, I feel like they're going to stack them a little bit, knowing that the spoilers aren't going to be out there. Yep. So more people will watch. But I saw that tonight, and I'm like, man, Claudio and Dax are going to beat the living target. Oh,
0: it's going to be some stiff shots. It's going to be fun. Be
1: great. Yep. I know, I mean, if we're predicting, obviously, is going to go over. Right. Um, I, I don't like – Dax has taken a couple single losses. But if he puts on the performance, to me – I know we're, we're getting into the later part of the year. We're in September now. You tell me a more over slash better performer in 2022 than Dax Hartwood.
0: Yeah. Can't really think of one.
1: I no. mean, I mean, Danielson was giving a run for his money. Then he got, he, he took a little break. He got hurt. Mox has had a great year. He's put on some hellacious shows. Mm-hmm. Jericho's had some hellacious matches. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just an AEW. Right. Hey, Roman Reigns right. has had a great year.
0: Seth Rollins, even though he lost a bunch to Cody, but besides yeah. that.
1: Okay, Cody was on pace. Oh, Kobe he was on better. pace, to, yeah. Okay. I mean, there's been some guys that uh, it's just been kicking butt.
0: Will Ospreay.
1: Oh, man. I don't see how that guy walks. <laughs> I mean, the last 45, no, what, 60 days. Look what that guy's done in the last 60. He's worked, what, 50 days in the last 60 days?
0: He's a workhorse.
1: Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. but he, the only thing with Will is he's not on mainstream TV, and I feel right. like the award always goes to, to TV guys. So,
0: And his contract's not up until summer of 2024. I looked so that New up the Japan? other day. Yeah, I looked that up the other day. I was curious,
1: but but New Japan and obviously you do have a have a really right. good relationship. We'll see right. we'll him back.
0: It's just uh, I thought you know if it was coming up 2023, I'm like I'm like Triple H is gonna give this guy a blank check to try to get him, but
1: I don't want to see him there. I don't either. I don't know either. But I don't uh, want. I don't see. Him. Yeah.
0: We then got the TNT Championship match uh, between Wardlow and Tony Nese. Tony Nese didn't get any entrance or anything. Pretty much how you thought this match would go. Powerbomb Symphony uh, squash uh, successful defense by Wardlow. After the match, he looked to hit another. Mark Sterling tried to stop him only to get thrown into the ring himself. But before Wardlow could powerbomb him, Josh Woods pulled him out of the ring Wardlow then got on the microphone, says he's heard a lot of internet chatter that he's lost momentum. He's the TNT champion; and it's time to remind everybody in the locker room and his fans around the world that this is Wardlow's world. I liked it.
1: I liked it too because he did lose some momentum. Because he did, and he it wasn't was, his fault. He was overshadowed by the MGF deal. Yep. Kind of like MGF was overshadowed by the Punk and Bucks deal.
0: Yep. So, uh, good for Wardlow. I'm I'm anxious to see what's next for him. Uh, we th- we then got Danielson. Oh, go well, ahead,
1: sorry. Well, you said the, what's next? one. Josh Woods and him. I like Josh Woods. Yep, he he was really good in ROH. Um, on, he was on the kind of the pure wrestling side, but mm-hmm. hard hitter. I, he could give. He could put on a show with Warload. meaning a, a good match.
2: Cool.
1: Um, he he could put up some offense against Warlord because of his size. Um. So, and maybe we'll see that. but
0: I don't see anybody taking that title off Warlow until sometime 2023.
1: And the only reason you're going to do that is because hopefully if he continues his push all out of 23, we get a little, mm-hmm. little world championship action with Warlow. Yep.
0: yep. And, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. I always like to try to think a year in advance, like who I think could be holding the titles. I wouldn't be shocked if next year at this time, Either Ricky Starks or Swerve Strickland's your world heavyweight champion. I think there's that much potential between those two guys.
1: Swerve, I get. Ricky after what they did with Hobbs? I don't know. Yeah. I was thinking the next step for Hobbs was the TNT title. But I don't see Hobbs beating Warlord. but.
0: No, that'd be fun though. That'd be I mean, a fun little feud.
1: I think the last time Warlord lost was Punk, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. And what she beat the tar out of Punk. But Punk right. found a way to get it done. So, yep. We then got Brian Danson versus Hangman Adam Page 3. This was for the World Title uh, Wildcard Tournament match. Um, very fun match. Back and forth. Um, a lot of chops being exchanged. Danielson laid in some kicks. Um, Hangman ate a boot to the face, um, but then he knocked Danielson off the turnbuckles and hit a springboard lariat to send Danielson to the floor. Um, a lot of things going back and forth. Towards the end of the match, we saw Adam Page hit a moonsault from the top rope to the outside, but then he went for the buckshot lariat. Danielson reversed it into the roll-up, and he bridged to stop uh, Page from kicking out to get the win. So it'll be Danielson versus Jericho again next week, which you got to think Danielson has got to get the upper hand this time.
1: Yeah, um, going back to this match, I, I almost felt like this was a uh, I don't want to say a punishment because that's not the right word, or it's not the way I'm going, but going into it, I figured we'd get Danielson and, and Jericho. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously uh Page ruffled some feathers with his promo a couple weeks ago. Right. I mean, going back to what you and I talked about for 30 minutes before this started, or the, the show started. So I, I knew going into this, even though Jericho let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Page wasn't gonna wasn't gonna advance much. So now I don't know where this leaves Page going. Oh. But, I mean, he, he
0: got a nice pop from the crowd. The crowd still loves Hangman, but I'm with you. I feel like he's been kind of just on a lost direction ever since he lost the title. I know they put him in the trios championship match with Dark Order, but you knew the lead was going to go over. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess you can continue the elite storyline with him once they come back, but who knows when that's going to be.
1: Yeah. Like I said, minimum 30 days. Mm-hmm. I, you would think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It could be a seven-day suspension. Hell, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Um, Man, you know, maybe he sticks up for the Dark Order when uh, 10 leaves and they get a little feud with those guys. Um, uh, yeah. 10 and yeah. Hangman, I think, would be a, a match I would watch. Even
0: Hangman and Andrade would be fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You could even have a trios match, uh, throwing 10 over there uh, with Rune mm-hmm. and, uh, and Andrade. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. probably, I'm, if, if I had to put a, a bet down, that's probably the next uh, area that you're going to see Hangman and uh, partake in.
0: You're probably right. Probably right. We then see uh, Jungle Boy shown backstage. He says he will take years off of Christian Cage's career when he comes back. Uh, he also says that while he went to the ring on the shoulders of Luchasaurus, he carried his entire career on his back. And he says sometimes to move on from the past, you must destroy it. I used to criticize Jungle Boy Jack Perry on the mic so much. Now it's one of his strengths. He's yeah. improved so much.
1: 200%. Yeah,
0: I mean he I I like this version. I I literally think we're trying we're seeing a transformation between Jungle Boy to Jack, Jack Perry. I'm all about it. And I love what they did with the lucha source at all out cuz we had talked about for weeks. We hadn't seen him lay his hands on Christian and there was a reason why.
1: Right. Yeah, So that's um, going to be a fun
0: feud. And so Christian must be out for a little while.
1: Yeah, they, they said he had an injury. That's why the match was short.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, they, they said that he had some type of injury. He was basically going to work through uh, all out. And so I don't, I don't think we'll see Christian for a while, actually.
0: Probably not. But Jungle of- Boy can have a feud with Luchasaurus. And then
1: and, and like you said, I'm, I'm with you, I think, uh, down – the road here in the next week or two, it'll be Jack Perry. It won't be Jungle Boy.
0: I sure hope so because I just think you know he's he's maturing both in the ring and just with his appearance and everything. And he, he can get on from the Tarzan Boy music. I know it's been great while 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 they since they introduced it, but give him some new music and sell some different type of merch and everything. It's it's time. Yep, it's time. Crowd will be behind him still. So. We then got your favorite Stokely Hathaway and his group, um, who is Lee Moriarty, um, Morrissey, the Ass Boys, and Ethan Page. They appear and they say all that was the greatest moment, or he says all that was a great mo- moment of his career. A staff member then tells him his time is up, but Hathaway then dropped him with a shot from the microphone, and uh, the whole group attacks the guy.
1: Who's the green-haired guy?
0: That's that was uh, Lee, Lee Lee Moriarty.
1: Okay. He just when dyed he, his hair.
0: When he dyed his hair, yeah. Yeah, I don't it must have been recently. So oh, well. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I kinda liked the payoff with that group at all out. I was like, all right, at least they're gonna do something with these guys. It kinda explains what he's been doing with the cards. But we'll see where it goes. Um I don't know.
1: They're gonna have a they're gonna have a star of the faction. Obviously MGF would be the star at this point you would think
0: I don't think he's aligned with them though I think it was just a one-night thing I hope at least I, I really hope, don't I, hope. I really don't want him part of another faction
1: because I think the star of this faction's got to be Morrissey
0: I think you're right I wish it'd be Ethan page because I really like Ethan page but I think you're right I think I mean morsey looks like a million bucks
1: yeah so um and, and they finished the segment with Morrissey with the big boot yep so, so. I don't I don't see Morrissey and and MJF getting along, so I hope that's separated. Um, I do like Ethan Page, but
0: I I just think he's a guy yeah. who ever since he came into AEW's taken too many L's. But
1: yeah, but if you look at the <laughs> the way they in end, uh, ended their impact career, <laughs> Ethan Page compared to Morsey, didn't Ethan Page have that fight against himself on the game? yeah Karate Man?
0: <laughs> yeah. That was fantastic.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh boy.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah. And and Morrissey I don't think's all elite yet. He's kinda I don't know what kind of deal he has, but yeah. We then got the main event. I figured this was gonna be a main event tonight since it's Daniel Garcia's hometown of Buffalo. It was Daniel Garcia versus Wheeler Utah for the uh I about said AEW ROH pure title. This was a fun match. These two guys are some of two of the best wrestlers in the world. Um Back and forth, we saw Yuta get a warning for a close fist punch at one time, but uh, the result for this was kind of kind of predictable. We saw uh, Daniel Garcia become the new Pure Wrestling Champion. Once uh, Yuta tried to use Garcia's finisher, but he reverses it and set him into the Dragon Tamer again. While Yuta tried to get out of it, he ended up tapping out. After the match, we saw Danielson make his way to the ring, gets shoved by Yuta, who then shakes his hand with Garcia. Danielson then snatches the title away from Garcia, wraps it around Garcia's waist to congratulate him, puts his hand out, and Garcia shakes it as a shocked Chris Jericho looked on as we went off the air.
1: Yeah, I think they, they ended this very, 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 very well. Mm-hmm. Um, when when uh, Garcia got that entrance with, uh, obviously, a local hometown rapper that I don't mm. know, um, and they had a the crowd with all those guys wearing his shirt and stuff, like, okay, this, this kind of reminded me when, when uh, Jade Cargo won the TBS title on her daughter. They showed their daughter front row. Right. He was gonna go over, with those guys, those guys, man, they beat the tar out of each other. They did it, they did it uh death before dishonor mm-hmm. too. Man, I I could I could watch them once a month.
0: And that's why I really want to see them team together eventually down the road.
1: Yeah. Um I I, I do give uh AEW a little credit. I was probably what 10 minutes into that match going, we haven't talked about the rope breaks because you only get three rope breaks in a pure title. And then, the, you know, the two warnings for the closed fist. And then, all of a sudden, they happen back to back.
0: Yeah.
1: So, yeah. I'm like, okay. All right. At least you guys are doing that. Yeah. You know, keeping that intact. Right. Um,
0: we'll never see Rick Knox referee appear match. Oh,
1: God. I quit. <laughs> if that happens, I quit. I'll watch. I'll watch. Uh, wow.
0: <laughs> uh, Thank God. That's great. But, yeah. Um, uh,
1: not that Wells bad, but no, give no. us any hate. I yeah. just was thinking of something. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, I, I did did like the match. Um, I think I think the title change was was due. Uh, so, I think we'll get a uh, I think we'll get a rematch at some time between those two guys. Um, you know, he's going to invoke his rematch calls or whatever. But yeah. Yeah, very, very well done. Uh, Interesting to see how the um, Garcia-Jericho friendship moves on forward going into next week when Jericho's got to face Danielson.
0: Yeah, because I thought he was going to get involved at all out. I remember watching it with my girlfriend. I'm like, Daniel Garcia, who she doesn't know who he is. But, like, he's going to get involved. And they kept showing him backstage. He never got involved. So, I'm like, okay. He didn't get involved. So, um, when
1: you say something to your girlfriend, she's, she's like, whatever.
0: She asked me a lot of questions, which I'm fine with answering them, but it all, all, almost takes me away from the show because I'm answering so many questions about what's going on, which is fine, but she's trying. My so wife wouldn't care. She's trying. She, she made it until the main event and all out, then she's like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, well, you made it to 1130. I'm pretty impressed. So, um, but uh, But, yeah, no, I thought tonight's show was good. I thought it was a very focused show. I felt like Tony Khan was out to make a statement tonight. Everything was focused, mainly with a lot of young talent, which is I think is good. This could be this whole backstage stuff could be a positive if they if Tony plays his cards right. I mean I felt I think, like I was, think they need a refocus, a reshift. I felt,
1: I felt like it was a rally the troops yep. type show. Um put on a kick ass show led, for the by, crowd. Led by Moxley. Mm-hmm. We're going to go rally the troops. We're going to go to this show. We're we're going to mention it just a little bit, meaning we're taking the titles off of this person. We're taking the titles off of these guys. They didn't say him by name. Right. No, their names were never spoken on this show.
0: I think that's why junior wasn't on commentary.
1: That's true. Yeah, we didn't see I, I, JR at all. Man. No,
0: I think um and hopefully he's not sick or or, or ill or anything, but I'm guessing they just Wanted to play everything pretty safe tonight.
1: Yeah, so I mean, you did not hear Omega Bucks, Punk, A Steel again when I see A Steel, anyways. But the the four main guys, you did not hear their names at all tonight. So,
2: mm-hmm. yep.
1: Yeah, I like I said, Con rallied the troops. Said, "Hey, MJF, Mox, you're my guys." Go out and talk, do what you do best, which mm-hmm. sometimes I think they do best at talking.
0: Do you think he sat down with MGF and Caster at all? And it was just like, okay, guys, please just not tonight.
1: Um, I think he told Caster to write something, read it, and said, Look, this is awesome. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna just take a night off,
0: yeah, and, and swerve, man. He could, he can, he can heal it up,
1: yeah. Yeah, I, I like Swerve as a heel. Yep. Uh, just his look, his cockiness when he came out, man. It was it was good. Like, oh, I just ruined this for everybody in attendance and everybody on television. Yep. Look at me. The camera's on me now. I ruined it for all you. So, yep.
2: yeah. Yep,
0: it was perfect. Yeah. It was perfectly well cool. done. So much heat. So much heat. An easy way to do it, too.
1: And, you know, it's Keith Lee stayed backstage. Yep. So... so. Mr. Layback, maybe took a gummy bear from Michigan type guy. <laughs> uh,
0: you gotta like Keith Lee. Yeah. Uh, rating for tonight's show.
1: A uh, little bit better than all out. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go 7.9. seven nine. All right.
0: All right. I like that. I, I think you're gonna go a little higher than me. I'm gonna go seven six. But still, I was. I didn't know what to think going into the night. I was like, this is going to be an interesting one. But it was a little slower pace, I thought, than usual. But like I said, I just thought I was very focused. They did what they needed to do. So, and now we'll see. I mean, it's just tough when you have all this distraction when you're two weeks away from your biggest dynamite of the year. Yeah. Your biggest stadium you run. So.
1: But you got to do um, the, uh, the, the fallout show of All Out is a is pretty big show. And what had happened between uh, Sunday and Wednesday uh, to turn around and put on this type of show? I'm going to give you a couple extra bonus points. Yep. You know, no point. if if if, uh, if this was in the middle of March and we didn't have the falling out on a Sunday, yeah, yeah, sevens, yeah. Okay? But I'm going to give you some bonus points because yes, I I tuned in because. I want to see the fallout of what happened on Sunday. And they hinted at it at three or four times in the show. But they didn't get me really what I wanted. Nope. You no, know, they didn't dive into it. Um, and they had a good, they had. They They obviously had some good matches. They kept me entertained. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we're giving some bonus points tonight for what Tony Khan had to go through from Sunday. That's why this 7.9 happened.
0: Yep. Yep, I agree. And I, I read a tweet tonight which was – Pretty eye opening. CM Punk's held the AW title twice now for a total of six days.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 And Crazy. They they made a comment, and it might have been your boy Sean, uh, about two, three o'clock this afternoon made a comment like, Hey, look, he's not in Buffalo. He's confirmed to be in Chicago. So Yep.
0: Yeah, I think he and Ace Steel, I believe five four reported, were on with AW personnel at four o'clock on a Zoom call. And then the backstage meeting happened at four fifteen. So,
1: so that Zoom call didn't last very long. well.
0: Well, I, whoever was on that Zoom call might have not been involved in the meeting. So I don't know. I I, I mean, I'm guessing we're gonna keep find out more and more about everything here in the next few days. So, uh, Twitter's been a wild place. That's for yeah. sure. Not that it isn't anyways, but um, uh, wrestler of the night. Dax Harwood. XR without even wrestling.
1: (laughs) No, um, wrestler night. I mean, the easiest one would be, uh, Garcia. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm actually going to take a little different route. Um, I'm going to go Danielson.
0: I like it. Yeah. Got a big win.
1: Got a big Um, win. Um, guy's good. Guy is damn good. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'd like to see him and Hangman get a 30 minute match, but.
0: Yeah. They got it, what, 60 one time last we year? Yeah,
1: 61 time, but I think there was, I think I looked tonight, it was 16 minutes, 15 minutes. No. Yeah. You know, it worked. Um, he's he's so good. I, I predict him and Mox in the finals.
0: I like that you know, too.
1: Yep. W- William you're right in the middle of it.
0: Oh, he'd be great if special guest referee or something, but I know they don't, they never do that, but.
1: They haven't, they haven't done a, a special referee. In a,
0: Not like an actual one. It's usually MJF or somebody that yeah. cards are against Wardlow, or like, I think that was against Sean Spears in that cage match, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that
1: could so. be good. But uh, yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed him tonight.
0: I'm giving it the MJF. He didn't wrestle, but kicked off the show. Got a buffalo in the back of his pocket, just for a split second. Even though he knew it was coming, and then flips the switch back to his, back to his scummy self. So I thought it was fantastic.
1: And he, and he, he knew it was coming as soon as he made a comment about let's talk about the stinky elephant in the room. And he looked at somebody and he's like, I'm not talking about you, honey. Yep, yep. I'm talking about you. And he's like, I'm just joking. I'm just joking.
0: Yep, yep, yep. We'll talk to you later right. after the show. So Yeah, I'll, I'll,
1: yeah. So I'm like, okay, yeah. he, he's it, it's turning here soon.
0: Yeah, he knew it was coming, but still how he did it was brilliant. I'm like, Yeah, I've missed seeing this guy on TV the last three months. Even though I don't agree with, you know, how he handled everything double or nothing and, and screwed Wardlow over, but I'm glad so, he's
1: back. So with uh, the with, with Tony Khan, you know, playing the voicemail, do you think and I know MJF filmed some he was doing some TV show or movie or mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell he was doing. Mm-hmm. He was filming something. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was a scheduled break? Again, do you think it was all work? And we, we talked about this when it first happened. And I think
0: it was a shoot that got made into a work. I think he was scheduled to take some time off, probably, you know, have Wardlow go over. But I I don't know if it was supposed to be a squash like it was or not. Um, I mean, Wardlow was definitely going over. We knew he was going to get that all-league contract. Yeah but know, that's a good question. But to have MGF for off for three months and it was just weird how silent everybody was like, even uh, Sean Ross Sapp would report like people that talk to Max all the time had no idea what he was up to.
1: So yeah. Which, which makes me think that him and Tony Khan sat down and said, look, here's how we're going to do it. Yeah. You're going to go radio silence. Yep. You're not going to yeah. talk to anybody. Yep. You can go do whatever you're gonna do in Hollywood, which yep. is fine. Yep. And I'm not gonna bring you up in any media scrum. If somebody asked, I'm gonna ignore the question. Right. Right. I think they perfectly worked us.
0: I think you're right. Um, I think though there was some real differences. I mean, he no showing that meet and greet before double or nothing. That's something Tony wouldn't allow. Yeah. So I think there was legit. I think he legit had a plane ticket like he was ready to ditch. And then whatever happens with him and Tony, that conversation is probably everything you just talked about right there. Yeah. He got it, it, extra money got or whatever. Thing. They booked it out for the next three months.
1: Yep. So, yep. Yeah, They sat down and, and did business. Yep. Which might be more of a professional thing than, than what we saw this past weekend.
0: Which I want to check why we are still recording here. I want to check if his merch is back up. So I was just curious. Because they took
1: down the next day.
0: Yeah, it was down literally like it was up for like a uh, CM Punk stuff is still up. Just just saying. Oh, yep. A new new MJF shirt out. The greatest trick the devil ever played, and the devil's in the Burberry font.
1: Okay. So Yep,
0: his yeah. stuff is uh we back got work. up.
1: We got worked. <laughs> yep.
0: Can you guess what the number one top selling item of the week on ShopAW.com is? Uh,
1: number one selling item of the week's got to be a punk something, right?
0: Uh, punks fourth and fifth t shirts.
2: Oh,
0: it's the acclaimed scissor me daddy ass t shirts number um... <laughs> one. And the acclaimed micro brawlers are number three.
1: Is that the airbrushed one? Or yeah. Yeah. On the airbrushed one.
0: Uh huh.
1: Where was the, uh, I know it's been two weeks now, where's the fight like an eight-year-old girl? Is it still top ten?
0: It is not, but the Living Legends is number eight for FTR. Okay. You got uh, two Omega shirts, two Punk shirts, a uh, Kurosheeda shop AW exclusive figure. You got uh, Blackpool Combat Club Zippa, but three of the top ten are acclaimed merch. That's all you need to know about
1: those guys right now. Yeah, yeah. They're going to make some money. Yes, <laughs> they are. They're, They're entertaining.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah, they, they've paid their dues. I mean, they've been AW originals, so they've worked their way up pretty good.
1: That and uh, they've, they've done some independent shows mm-hmm. um, for a long, long time that, yeah, good for them.
0: Um, what, one thing I wanted to ask you real quick before we got off go off the air here, uh, Malachi, of course, we were talking about looks like he's granted his release. What do you think that means for Julia Hart, Buddy Matthews, and Brody King? you think they still continue with the House of Black? I mean, I hope they still get pushed a little bit.
1: Um, Yeah, maybe you see those guys as a tag team. How about
0: Adam Butcher, Butcher and Blade to their stable? Those are two guys I was surprised. They're Buffalo boys, and they weren't on TV at all tonight.
1: Right, right. We haven't seen them in a while. I know.
0: I, I know they're not featured talent often, but I, I still think they're pretty good.
1: They still can work. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you do with the House of Black. I don't either. You know, you just – you had the big Julia Hart thing where she turned on the Varsity Blondes and and then all of a sudden you, you have her a couple weeks here and then you can't really dismantle it. Maybe maybe you can. I don't know. Maybe you could have uh, Buddy Matthews and Brody King against the Varsity Blondes again and Julia Hart's – uh, confused because Malachi Black's not there to spit stuff in her plate. I don't know.
0: Well, where's Miro go now? And Sting kind of had a thing with Malachi going too. And
1: yeah, well, and I've read a lot of things where Miro's not happy. Yeah. Um, uh,
0: Which I could, I could kind of understand.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know he was. He had a little energy there, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He probably took some time off, so mm-hmm. I don't know. They, I I felt like. Maybe Tony Khan, and I'm not dogging on him, but got too big, too quick.
0: No, I think he grabbed
1: You, you know, he, anybody he, available.
0: He got money hungry there when WWE was just doing talent cuts, and he was just grabbing every name he wanted. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's great to have a deep roster, especially during the pandemic when people were getting COVID and out and all that stuff. But now we're seeing it's not always great to have a – Humongous roster. It's got pros and cons. I guess yeah. what I'm
1: saying. Yeah, I, and again, I'm not harping, but look at a guy like they were so they made a big deal about it at the start because he got the librarian. We got Peter Avalon. Yeah. When we started AEW, like everybody was super excited about him. I mean, I fast forward BTE when he's in there now.
0: Oh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> Me too.
1: Yeah, there, there's, and I, I know what Tony's original thought of AEW was is like. Look, I'm gonna take all these independent guys that have worked their tail off, paid their dues, and I'm gonna give them a, I'm gonna give them a shot. And I thought, I think he thought, I think he learned real quick that this ain't gonna, this ain't gonna sell TV. This ain't gonna sell me some ads. This ain't gonna put any money in my pocket. So mm-hmm. there's a reason those guys were on the independents for so long.
0: Right. So I think. Uh... I think we might see him halt the brakes a little bit on on some new signings for a while, and talent's not coming up as they were.
1: With with uh, with uh, H back at the helm, we've seen some guys go back to back to the E. That uh, I would like to see one of them was was Johnny Gargano, obviously.
0: That would have been nice.
1: Um, and right now, I really love what they're doing with Dexter Loomis. Yeah, it's good stuff that dude is awesome so
0: it's good stuff I mean it's they're 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 doing some good things over there I mean I'm I, I don't always give them credit but they're they're doing some good things right now so they got some good things going for a it.
1: few good things I'm not yeah. I'm not saying
0: oh they still don't have me tuning in every week but I'm not gonna
1: know. sit there and watch for three hours no no but, no um,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, there's there's a couple things you know.
0: I still get time to be a pro wrestling fan. I mean, there's so many options out
1: there. We have a we have a lot to watch. We're spoiled,
0: very spoiled. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Any other final thoughts before we wrap this up? Um, we ran a little long tonight.
1: So. It ran a little long tonight. We started a little later, thanks to me. But that's. Oh,
0: you're fine. I appreciate but, you not uh, not. I was gonna say allowing me, but not uh, letting me go solo.
1: Well, it it's only my wedding anniversary.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize to the misses for me.
1: Yeah, but uh, no. I after what we endured Sunday and then what happened after Sunday. Really happy with the show that uh, AEW put on tonight and the way Tony addressed it. I thought it was very professional. Mm-hmm. Um, He's
0: definitely reading off <laughs> the teleprompter. eyes were
1: going up and then down, up. Is it? It, it doesn't matter if you even watch him in those scrum. Yeah. I mean, his eyes are. So,
0: He's all over the place.
1: Yeah, and I'm not saying he's on cocaine or anything, but he might be. He just—he's, dude. Just—I
0: literally think he gets like three to four hours of sleep a night. I mean, I just think he just works all the time.
1: Yeah, he's he's one of those guys where his mind never stops. Wired. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, the product we got tonight was great. The way they handled was very professional. There was no trashing of anybody. There was no burying of anybody. Um, there was even no name dropping.
0: Yep. Nope. Uh, and, and I wonder if Discovery, Warner Discovery, how much input they had on this too.
1: If there's legal action, which I hope there's not. Yeah. Um, if there's legal action, then it, w- it made it very easy for them. They can't say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I don't know if, Nick Jackson lost lost tonight because of a chair. <laughs> There's probably some legal action.
0: I mean, I, it is interesting. He's posted things on Instagram, nothing of his face or anything, but we've seen uh, Matt post a picture of him and his dog yesterday. So,
1: yeah, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, again, great show. Thank you. Uh, if I had to give a personal thanks, thank you to Mox and thank you to Jericho mm-hmm. for stepping up and saying, all right, boys, I'll I'll take the helm. We're we're gonna put on a show and we're gonna we're gonna do what we do. So
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. If they if if you know the AEW stand, or AW stands out there hoping Jericho and Mox are coming back
2: they're not. home
0: someday, Tony will never let Mox walk. He'll give him a blank check. And Jericho, he just seems to be real happy in AEW and, and he's literally he, a
1: locker room leader right now. So he, he's got so much freedom that he's never had before. Right. Yeah. Um, Sometimes that can bike you in the rear.
0: And Vince isn't there anymore. He used to be one of Vince's guys. Vince yeah. isn't there
1: anymore. And in the, in the thing with uh, thing with Mox, Mox has taken a lot of shit over the last couple of weeks on his ability in the ring, whether it's from Cornette or other people in the wrestling business. And it's, it's not Cornette. not uh, just picking on that weirdo. Um, but he's taking a lot of stuff. And he says, okay, I'll just I'll just put this company on my back right now in a time of need. So very very unselfish of him, and uh, maybe he should have been the rest of the night. I don't know, but uh, uh, looking forward for the next you know two to three weeks.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, it's got to be a lot of good stuff to talk about. It'll or, be or, to
1: what do you what do you do? What if you uh, not to go down a rabbit hole? Keep going. I'm really good at this. <laughs> what if did, what did you let Jericho win that tournament? Okay. And then all of a sudden Jericho has this Fozzie tour and Jericho just takes the title and you don't see it for a while. You don't see it for a month and a half, I think is that tour. A month and a half or almost two months.
0: Or, or Jericho would be the one guy, which I don't think he beats Danielson, but if if they did have him do that, and then he goes on and wins the whole thing. He is the one guy I wouldn't mind if he only had a title run of about a month. If MGF takes it off of him.
1: Well, that's true. Okay. I could see that. Or I could see just tidbits of every dynamite of Jericho uh, sending in vignettes from the latest Fozzie concert with the belt over his shoulder. Just saying, I'm so good. I don't even need to defend it. I'll see you guys in a couple months type deal. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I still think you're right. Though. I think we're going to get Mox and, and, yeah. and Danielson.
1: But but there's so much potential now.
0: I'm still disappointed Eddie's not in it.
1: Eddie's still on punishment.
0: Yeah, you're right. He, he really, I mean, we didn't see him at all tonight. And, you know, he's kept quiet on Twitter lately. You think he yeah. probably has a lot to say about
1: everything going on. Did, did, did you listen to that interview we did with Bustin' Open? On? No,
0: I've been meaning to it. It's an exclusive one I've been meaning to, but no, I
1: haven't. I listened to it today, actually, and it was him, Mark Henry, and, and Dave LaGreca. And it, was, it must have been Saturday uh, before All Out. And, again, Eddie was just Eddie. He was talking about he hates punk. He hates Jericho. He hates um, Danielson. He hates everybody. And, and, and Mark Henry says, okay, I get it, man. Why do you hate him? He goes, I'll keep that to myself. He said, but these guys are bitches. (laughs) He was very, very upfront, but he was like, look, I'm, I'm so, I'm Eddie Kingston in the ring. I'm Eddie Kingston walking down main street. Mm -hmm. He said, when a fan comes up to me now and, and wants to take a picture, it's weird. He goes, I don't know how to act. So, you're talking about we always we always look back at Flair. And when Flair did his 30 for 30 with ESPN, he didn't know if he was Richard Flair or Rick Flair. Right. Okay. This guy, this guy is on top a step above Flair. This guy walks down Main Street to go get a pop, and he's still Eddie Kingston, who's in AEW. You're right. This guy, this guy's nuts. Yeah. He's
0: uh, he's got to screw
1: loose. Oh my gosh. And you got you gotta listen. It's like a 30 minute interview. Uh yeah, definitely listen to tomorrow. And anybody watching this or listening this, listen to this one on, on Busted Open, Mark Henry and and him. It just it makes me makes me like the guy even more, actually. Which would piss him off because oh, sure. to me, if I like him, that means he's the face. And I don't think he wants to be a face, but
0: yeah. And go back. Speaking of Kingston, and this will be my last stop before I wrap up. Go back and look at the pro or the promo he cut against Punk when he and Punk were about to feud at Full Gear. It was on that Rampage. It's just interesting after the events we've seen over the last few days, what he was saying to Punk. Just oh. go go back and listen to it. Pretty interesting. <laughs> I mean, I mean, calling out—you know—you lose your smile when things don't go your way. Well, it's just interesting stuff. It's like, yeah. hmm.
1: and again, I don't, I don't think, I don't think uh, Eddie Kingston's gonna come out and say something on the mic that he doesn't believe. All right? I, don't, I almost think the guy is one hundred percent shoot, one hundred percent of the time.
0: We got a comment here on YouTube from John Horton: AEW should push Daniel Garcia and they claim great young talent. I agree, one hundred percent
1: can't disagree with that. Nope.
0: All three guys right now. I mean, uh one's got a title, and I think the other two will have a title in 2 weeks. So hope so then, at least.
1: And then and maybe maybe give a claim uh So okay, here you go. Give give a claim the title run and uh have a claim versus FTR on the first night of Wrestle Kingdom. Russell for the AEW title. FTR goes over and then defends it, defends the AEW title and maybe the New Japan titles the next night. That'd be cool. I mean, to have an AEW title match on Wrestle Kingdom and the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, I definitely think we'll, well see maybe, some AEW talent maybe, over there. I just, did I see that they're going to go to one night show now?
0: I haven't seen that anywhere.
1: Maybe I was, Okay, maybe I was thinking something else. I, th-
0: I think with WrestleMania two nights, I don't see Wrestle Kingdom changing that. Okay. but
1: I almost thought I read that somewhere, but I could be wrong.
0: I think Punk, he might have just screwed up any chance he had to going to Wrestle Kingdom. We'll see, though.
1: Well, if you get fired, you're out of your contract, right? You're right,
0: but I just met maybe on AEW's behalf, but we'll Uh-oh. see. We'll see.
1: Yeah. Time will tell. If you get fired, I guess... Maybe take a little bit of the uh, uh, prestige away from it.
0: I think if, if he's done with AW, I think he's done with wrestling. I just
1: he's probably got uh, enough money where he can be he can be okay.
0: And we don't know how bad he's injured. I mean, he obviously he's got the injury bug. He can't wrestle a match right now without getting hurt.
1: So well, obviously that's why you don't eat Wendy's pastries on South Brooklyn Street or wherever the hell it was.
0: Well, whatever they are, whatever that. Uh, Muffin Shop was, or whatever, the bakery, they should have opened, like, right there. Because I think they would have got a mass amount of people coming in their doors. So, yeah. missed opportunity. Their sales are probably up this week, though. So
1: Although, FTR, yeah. Wrestle Kingdom, I will watch that. There you go. There you go.
0: All right, that's going to wrap it up. It's midnight now, so we, we ran pretty long. This is probably the longest episode in <laughs> KOP history. But that's right, there's plenty to talk about, so... Uh, uh, for T- Frost for and Shepherd, I'm Tanner Lee. Uh, follow Kicking Out Podcasts on all podcast platforms. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a five star rating and a review. If you're kind enough, give, give us a review on there. We like to see what people are saying about us. Follow us on all social media. You can follow me at, at Tanner Lee92, Sheps at TheShep27, Paul at PaulZartman921. And of course, Kicking Out Podcasts on all social media platforms at Kicking Out Pod. Once again, for Austin Shepard, I'm Tanner Lee. Have a great week, everybody. We'll be back next week.
1: Peace.